So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 235 for March 1st, 2020. My name is Nathan Reaton. Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Bash. You know, every time I hear that opening, I think to myself, I wonder how Jake's doing. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I have not spoken to him in like two years now. And yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. And we have, of course, Andrew Oroa McFain. Holy shit. Okay. The buffalo chicken nacho fries are so good. They really are. They really are. They're not good for you, but they're really good. Is that from Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah, I just wish I wish that they became in a Bel Grande size. Yeah. Well, that would I probably be... I to uh, consider my future dinner choices after this year's podcast then. I, I don't know if that is a good idea. You may want to check back in like two hours with Aroa and see how he's feeling then. <laughs> Let's see how the I aftermath is. taking a lactate. I did just realize that. <laughs> yes. Too late in another uh anyway uh connor what games have you well first off where can we find you you can find me at twitter at cyberpunk underscore monk that's that's kind of it i don't really stream or make content right now and you can find that i have been playing divinity 2 original sin on the switch and that's basically been it i'm playing the sims 4 right now but this is just like mindless click and get reward stuff yeah yeah. Basically, World of Warcraft. Wait for the bars to finish, and you get a nice boom of dopamine for your trouble. Yay. Yeah, buddy. I I, I do uh, wish they just had like an IV that you could just hook <laughs> give, up. Give me my Sims drip. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's it. That's all you've been playing. And uh, Aroa, what? Where can we find you? First off, we'll just uh, go over to Aroa that website where. Uh, God, I hope that I get a new job um, within the next few weeks because I need to pay for the domain. Um, How much is the domain? Like a hundred bucks? No, it's like maybe twenty. Oh, okay. You're fine then. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this week, what have I played? Did I play much of anything at all this week? Uh, World of Warcraft, probably. <laughs> I think I saw that. Actually. I didn't play much of World of Warcraft at all this week. Um, Good for you. We're proud of well, you. I mean, I did, but what little I did play was like, I, have a, I, I started a Fire Mage alt, and it's all right. I hate um, I hate that. I'm sorry, go on. What, the alts? I, yes, be, but I, I'm coming from, remember, I played Final Fantasy MMOs where every oh, yeah, character... Where you can just switch, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I wish that that was a thing in WoW. I wish that anything anything that, like, actually gave a shit about your time mm -hmm. uh, existed in WoW. Well, even nothing about your time in and, WoW. And that's the thing, right? Like, you have to start completely over in those games. And I think it would be neat, because I don't like the idea of, oh, you can just make a character that's max level. But I do think that it would be nice. Hey, you have all these abilities. You have mounts and shit. Let you have um, those to make the that's the an allied race, huh? It's an allied race. Uh, allied races start at level twenty. So you and you start with a mount. Really? Yep. Okay, that's um, 
what's the word? Stupid. It's just different. <laughs> like I, like I, I, give I you do a... wish that you could pick any race to do that with, and that getting an allied race didn't require so much effort. Yeah, because it's a huge pain in the ass. But at the same time, at least it does make it to where you don't have to do as much of the initial grind. Yeah, I, I there's other things about WoW that I could complain about that I don't like, but... No, me too. Uh, I could go on for a very long time the, the about main... all the things that I hate about WoW. And the, maybe next time Nathan's not around, we could do the, the WoW Sucks podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the main thing I don't like is that they, they have the factions in, in general. That you have the Horde and the Allies. I know that they fight against each other and stuff. But Oh, don't worry. The people who play WoW don't understand why the two factions still exist. Yeah, and and I I get that they still exist, and I think that at least for the initial levels that's good, but I think that at some point there should be a thing where like, oh, we're making peace treaties, and so you can yeah. be together, like you can fight together. It and doesn't shit. make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah you might as well just not have those anymore. Yeah, right. there's really no reason for them to exist. Like... Destiny Destiny does PvP without having faction warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do it just fine. So don't know why WoW can't just do that. So that way I can be a dwarf and uh, not feel like an asshole. But, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, did you play any... I'm sorry. What was that? He hates hate the Alliance. Oh, okay. Uh, and what, what are the games that you play? Nothing else? Um... Honestly, I did a lot of play a lot of mobile games this week because I'm just I'm I'm just a shitty casual piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, we hate you. I you could say that again. <laughs> we're gonna move over to Reeton. Talk about where you can find him. Of course, you can find this podcast if you're listening to it randomly, or somebody showed it to you. You can go onto Spotify. You can go into iTunes. Any of the places you can find podcasts. Type in Reeton Podcast. You'll be able to follow it, listen to it and uh, get it downloaded every single week. Uh, I have the reetonentertainment.com website. We have, and then my name is Reeton everywhere, so Twitter, Mixer, YouTube. Just look for Reeton. You'll be able to find my channel, uh, subscribe to it, or follow it, depending on what platform you're on. And the games I played. Now, we didn't do a podcast last week, so the week before last, I played Half-Life, and I played Half-Life Source. And I don't know if it's just me, but I didn't have much fun with it. I honestly did not have a lot of fun with with the original Half-Life, but it may have been the source port that was the problem. Connor was there. Uh, I broke the game a little bit, so I had to cheat. Just, just a little bit. And it's, a little bit. It's, a, it's a sensitive engine. It's a little <laughs> old now. And then... You, know, you gotta prime it before you start doing wacky stuff. And then I... Uh, like, there just was a door that wouldn't open, and I had to kind of break it to, to fix it. I had to, I had to use um, uh, no clip to get through the area and continue on. And then there was another one where you're on conveyor belts. Do you, I, I'm sure you guys know it, but do you know what the name of the level is? God, no. Okay. Not off the top of my head. Um, that, it's always Raven Home. That, um, the graphics just started messing up, like, really oh. badly. And I don't know you why. Should, you on should consider. I'm sorry. What was that? On the Source Engine. Yeah. Yeah, it was on the Source you, Engine. 
You should like, consider playing Black Mesa though. Uh, I've I've thought about it because Black Mesa is coming out with their 1.0 soon. Like I think That's the third or something time like to that. Get into it. So I've been thinking about doing that, um, and then trying to do that before before Alex comes out because I guess Alex is the. It's going to be a prequel to two, is what it cool. is. So it's not Half Life Three. And it's not no, even. I figured that if it was going to focus on Alex, it would only make sense for it to take place before two. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm I'm hoping, and I I think Bat Black Mesa did a lot. They they've streamlined it. They've updated the graphics, obviously, and they've made it play a lot more like a modern FPS. And maybe that's the reason why I I didn't have fun with Half Life is because Half Life. Is it's a game from what two thousand one? Is that when it came out? I think that's right. I I feel like two thousand two is ringing like a bell in my head, but it might have been two thousand one. Well, they they had a port that was made for the Dreamcast, so it has to Fucking... be around that era. Okay, Google. When did the original Half Life come out? November nineteenth, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, we were fucking say, we were off i played that on a pentium 2 nice uh, right. um i i also played so last week i the week before last i played half-life last week i started up red dead redemption 2 for the playstation 4 and yeah, i love jazz horse yeah 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 grand theft horse 2 electric boogaloo it's it's good um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I kind of feel bad because I don't like playing the bad guy in video games. I know a lot of people relish in it. This but... is a game where you have to be the bad guy. Yeah, you're always the bad guy. Like, from the very beginning, they're like, you're going to murder this person. You're like, but I don't so want to you... murder him. They're like, well, too bad. He plays Arthur, right? Yeah, Arthur Morgan. Yeah, so he's from Red Dead Redemption, the uh, the sequel, or the prequel, I guess it would be, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not a good guy. Have nope. you met John Marston yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um the the kid of Is that is that the kid of the main character in the original Red Dead Redemption? No, that is the main character that, of Red Dead yeah. Redemption. Oh, okay, okay. Red Dead okay. Redemption takes place after Red Dead Redemption 2. That mm-hmm. explains it. I thought that it was a sequel. So, Mm-mm. that makes sense. Prequel. Um I've also uh robbing trains is fun. Um, All you uh, had to do was follow the damn train, CJ. Yes, and um, I've I've robbed a train. I've then went on another train and took control of the train, which apparently gets you a two hundred dollar bounty on your head when you run people over with a train. And so I figured that part out. But it's it's a good game. It's really fun. You're always a bad guy, so that it, it makes me feel bad when. Um, I have to do something really, really awful. Just because you are bad guy does not mean you are bad guy. Oh yeah! By the way, um, did any? I haven't watched it yet. I think Aroa did. You like the Sonic movie, right? I think you mentioned that. Yeah. Really good. Oh yeah. We we didn't. Did we not podcast the week of the Sonic movie? I think nope. we did. Oh, I guess we didn't. I don't um, believe we did. You just quick impressions of the movie. Did you like it? Um, it is a kid's movie first and foremost, but if you are a fan of Sonic, uh, it does enough, 
I think, to uh, to make up for the fact that it is ostensibly just a kids movie. Um, it is very obviously made by people who gave a shit. Um, it makes me very much think that the uh, the whole like awful Sonic uh, model was a result of the uh, moguls saying that they needed the movie to be that way without really uh, understanding what they were doing. Yeah, and I'm glad it went back the way it was. And there will inevitably be a sequel. I look forward to it. Uh, Jim Carrey is fantastic as Robotnik. I thought that the way that they uh, that they tied the Eggman name into it was kind of clever. And yeah, it was uh, it was a, a genuinely pretty good movie. I'd give it a solid uh, six point five. That's good. That's good. I'm happy happy to hear that. You gave it a thumbs up. Um, let's move on to some stories and, uh, we're going to start out on, let me make sure I I have this in the correct order. Yes. So there's a new film coming out and I hate it. I hate it already. Um, that didn't take long. It's a vertical format blockbuster. So, so most movies are are reasonable and they're in what's called landscape mode. This one is going to be in like portrait mode or a vertical vid- video. And um I hate it. Why Aroa? I why would they do this? Okay, Honestly, so I am willing to guess it's because they want to hit a mobile market. I I, so, I bet. Yes. I was thinking okay, this would be a cool idea for a found footage film. Yeah, like a, like a Slender or something like that. That'd be neat. Like a yeah, Blair Witch. Like you could do something like this where it's told entirely through like Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat stories that are all documenting some crazy event that's happening to places all around the world. You could do like a, a zombie breakout. You could do a monster movie, something like okay. that. Something like a, like a spiritual successor to Cloverfield. I'm going to interrupt <laughs> you for a second here. This movie is called V2 Escape from Hell. Oh, this is yeah, from Texas. Yeah, no, I started reading the article and I'm like, wow, what, what? a fucking way to waste this concept. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. like your concept might work. I still don't think it would be great for a blockbuster, but... Um, I, yeah, I, I think it would be painful to watch over the course of an hour and a half, but this, yeah, this is just stupid. Yeah, so V2 Escape from Hell will tell the story of a captured Soviet pilot that leads a daring escape from a German concentration camp during the Second World War. It literally has zero reason to be a vertical, a vertical well, obviously, film movie. When he escaped, he was documenting everything with his iPhone XX. Oh, okay, <laughs> perfect. He's a yeah, time like, traveler. Is this going to be shot on a phone? Um, let's. I don't think so. The first Hollywood film shot entirely on the iPhone AX. This it, it's, there have been multiple Hollywood films shot with iPhones. There's a quote here that does not explain your question or answer your question. It says, visually, the film is built around a person. This is a story about a man standing up and straightening his shoulders in spite of his circumstances and about a rescue plane soaring up into the sky. Oh, shut up. You just want to be the first fucking film in theaters that's vertical. That's yeah. all this. Is, which yeah. is really frustrating. Because I like the first thing that I thought of 
whenever I heard or, or read this was like, huh, I wonder if it's going to be like a like a hardcore Henry type thing where it's all first person. And the dude fucking was a producer on Hardcore Henry. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it makes a By lot of sense. By the way, I fucking love that movie. If you haven't seen it, it's worth at least watching once. I haven't seen it, but from even the trailers, I was like, that looks like a really fucking cool idea. Like, they, that's what they, I wanted the Doom movie to be like. Yeah, that's yeah. really what the Doom movie should have been like. Didn't they come out with another, or aren't they coming out with another Doom movie? They're coming out with another Doom game. They uh, they did release a new a new Doom movie. Um, yeah. It was based around Doom 3, and it was still bad. Yes, yes it was. Uh, let's move on, and we'll talk about Bethesda and GeForce Now. So a couple weeks ago, we reported that, what was it? Not Bethesda, uh, Blizzard. Blizzard Activision had taken all of their games off of GeForce Now because of a misunderstanding. And, or uh, I guess. So you now. Mean we're not getting any extra money from this? Yeah, oh, exactly. F- fuck that. Uh, but Bethesda has said, oh, we're going to pull all of our games from GeForce Now as well. So that's two major publishers saying, no, no, we're not going to do this. But it literally cost them zero dollars to have their games on GeForce Now and can only make them money on GeForce Now because people have to buy, still have to buy the game to play it. Yeah, but then they can't put whatever fucking shitty spyware that they have embedded in their games onto their host targets. I'm, I'm guessing, like, and this is, this is purely just me making a guess that maybe if it's not about the spying which i know that i i think i was the one that said that last time yeah uh, if it's not about that then it actually is a misunderstanding about the business model and that maybe these companies are are under the impression that the way geforce now works is that like people get access to these games without having to pay for them separately and uh, like maybe they're thinking it's like a uh, uh, game pass, right? And and they're they're not understanding because and the, and the reason they might think that is because it did work like game pass uh, in the beta period. Uh, when it whenever GeForce Now was first like brought up, um, and when I played it back on the Shield, it was just you. Uh, well, you didn't have to pay for it because it's beta. But you just started it up and then just picked a game, and they just had a whole library of games that you could play. So uh, th- it may be that these companies were thinking it was going to be a Game Pass type thing, and now they're not getting any money out of it, and they're yeah. like, "What the fuck?" And without realizing that that's not how it works anymore. Yeah, that's what I would think. Is is they're like, "Well, we're not making any extra money off of this, so why would we allow our service to our games to be on the service?" But I mean, again, it doesn't cost them anything, and it can only make them money if people are like, oh, yeah. I want to buy this game. That, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. I think they may be misunderstanding and thinking that they're losing money because people are just paying for GeForce Now and then playing their games for free without realizing that, no, they, they pay for GeForce Now, and then that gives them access to play those games if they already own them. Yeah. Yeah, I... I still haven't tried it. Have you tried out GeForce Now anymore since we spoke about it a few uh, weeks ago? 
did I did I talk about playing a uh, truck simulator or whatever? No, you did not. I, I think that uh, we we had a skip oh, wait, last week. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I played I played uh, American Truck Simulator on it because I figured that like if I was going to notice input latency, it'd probably be while trying to drive a vehicle, and that's like the only car game that I own. Um, and it was actually pretty impressive. Uh, like, I still don't know if I'd play a shooter on it. I haven't tried yet. Um, but for what it's worth, like, I, it's definitely one of the most compelling streaming platforms that I've played on. I was and... going to say we should play, we should play, uh, Overwatch. And then I was like, oh yeah. Nope. <laughs> Can't do that. That's Let's... the thing. I don't, I don't even know, like, a shooter that I own that I can play in there because I can't play Destiny in there anymore. Um, Halo, I can play, play some Fortnite. Uh, I can't play Halo because nope. I own it on uh, Xbox. Game Pass. Game Pass, yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't think... I don't know if Fortnite's on there or not. Uh, is the Epic Game Store available? Games from the Epic Game Store? I have no idea. I don't either. Uh, I'll I'll find out. Yeah, but yeah, like my 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 current thoughts uh on it are that I think that it is compelling. I don't know if it's worth paying for. Right. But if if I were in such a situation, however, that like I I had a shitty laptop or something, or if I had a uh, what is it, a GPD win? Yeah. Uh, if I had one of those, I would absolutely think that this is a fantastic product. And they actually, uh, on the little splash screen, uh, whenever you open GeForce now, they have this tablet that I don't think actually exists, but it's like, it's a tablet with Xbox buttons and an analog stick on it. And that kind of thing, I think, is the perfect idea for something like this. Like, I want that. I, I'm actually looking at hacking my NVIDIA Shield portable because it doesn't currently run the version, the minimum version of Android required to run GeForce Now. But if I can get a newer version of Android that's been ported over to it uh, running on there, and I can run GeForce Now on it, I think that would be like the perfect way to find out if this is actually worthwhile. No, no, what you do is you hack the Switch. And, I, and you, yeah, no. And you use, um, I think they have I, Android, Android. 8.1. 8.1 I know yeah Android runs on the switch like fantastically it's mm -hmm. it's an absolutely amazing tablet but I still want to be able to play games on my switch no but that's the that's the brilliant thing about it I watched something Linus tech tips um the the hack doesn't stay unfortunately so you have to like redo it every time you reboot your yes switch. but Nintendo keeps Nintendo has so much fucking uh telemetry baked into the switch that like if you slip up and do one thing wrong and they notice something they will fucking ban your console yeah that sounds about right let's i would move... really rather have a second switch let's mm -hmm. move on and we'll we'll talk about a game i i don't know how long we're gonna talk about it i just really like this game series um there's a new game coming out at the end of this month march 31st uh it'll come to early access it's called Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord. And I don't, it sounds like a game uh, that 
Connor would really like. Mountain Blade? Yeah. 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 Um, I really like the game series. It's kind of hard. At least it's kind of hard yeah, at first. Yeah, that's my problem with it. It's really hard. <laughs> like, it's fun to play. I really like the large-scale combat on the original that's, Mountain Blade. It's definitely something I liked about it. It's very overwhelming. It is. It is. Yeah, it, yeah. that's probably more of it. It's, like, difficult isn't so much the right descriptor. It's more that just, like, there's so much. And, I mean, the original hasn't aged very well. Um, no, no, it is not. The mods that they have, like, there is... At least there was a Song of Ice and Fire mod that was very famous for it. Mm-hmm. I was watching somebody do a Let's Play of that for a while. It was, I mean, it was entertaining, if nothing else. Yeah, but like the animations are pretty janky. They're dated. Um, when did you know what I'm thinking mount- at looking at the this engine that they're using? Is yeah. that this would be amazing in VR? I could see that. Um, oh man, I really. I would so go for a Mountain Blade VR mod. Right? Let's see. When like, is the... it, it, I mean, that or like Witcher or something. If, if you're going to find a good thing to do it in, find it in a world that you could literally get lost in. Yeah. Um, Mountain Blade, the original, was released in 2008. So it kind of shows its age sometimes. And it's, it's an interesting game series where you have to build up your army to go with you. And... Uh, it feels really, really overwhelming, as you said, when you're like, I got 50 soldiers, and they're like, we have 200, and you're like, fuck, uh, <laughs> because they, they just overrun you, and if you're really good, um, all of your teammates will die, and somehow you'll survive, mm-hmm. but uh, usually you'll just get captured, and like after a while, they'll just let you go for some reason. Yeah, you need to like negotiate your way out. Yeah, so hopefully Bannerlord... Uh, First off, it looks a lot better, obviously. Very compared... pretty looking. Yeah, it looks very pretty. Uh, I do like from TechSpot, the first uh, sentence is, highly anticipated. In the realm of upcoming PC RPGs, few games are as highly anticipated as Mountain Blade 2, Bannerlord, except uh, Cyberpunk 2077, because that game's going to be awesome. But that doesn't come out until uh, they... September, I think. Yeah, I was going to say September is when they pushed it back till. All right. Let's talk about the trash can. I mean, oh, I'm. I just realized I, I said something really stupid earlier. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I I thought that I couldn't play Destiny because I forgot that that's on Steam now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot that it was on Steam as well. Um, yeah, and so... it's free now. I think the base game. Well, I I I actually owned it, but yeah, I uh, yep, totally thought that that was still on Battle.net. Oh, oh, it um, is. It is on Battle.net, I think. No. They took it off? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I thought they still had the game available. You just couldn't... Um, nope. No? Okay, then. Let's move on to the trash can. That is the Xbox Series X and some stuff that you can uh, expect from it. Uh, this means nothing to people who don't know about graphics cards, but it has 12 teraflops. Neat. Um, it has variable rate shading. I, I, what is that, Aroa? What's variable rate shading? I imagine that's something to do with like dynamic resolution or something. It, it sounds like it would be. Yeah. Um, hardware accelerated DirectX ray tracing is going to be on the Xbox Series X. So variable rate shading 
means that instead of a shader or or all shaders being processed over the entire screen at all times, instead can only process shaders on areas of the screen where they're necessary. That's oh, a, yeah. Technology. That sounds like uh, the Unreal Engine or something, only rendering what it needs to. Yeah, yeah, or um, yeah, it just draws what's whatever's in front of you or or what's on screen instead of. Uh, but it's specifically with shaders. Yeah, because shaders are a thing that can like they even things that are behind objects can still be rendered in VRAM. Um, sure. Aroa. Hey, I... um, are you being possessed right now? <laughs> have you sounds... had an exorcism lately? Wait, what's going on? You're, you you're... kind of sounded like you were summoning Satan. Just, just a little I, bit. Just a little. I absolutely bit. did not do anything other than start Destiny in GeForce yeah, Now. That may it's have. Coming back. Yeah, that may have um, caused <laughs> Satan to come into your home. Oh shit! <laughs> Again. Get the holy that... water. <laughs> But um, there is there is one really cool thing. So DirectX ray tracing is pretty cool. Um, it's not something that I I think is going to be a huge selling point, especially if they keep this going for like, you know, the 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 Xbox One has been out for eight years now, and Damn. yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's feeling its age, and so if the Xbox Series X is out for eight years. I don't think many games are going to be taking and trying to use ray tracing on eight-year-old hardware uh, in 2028. But it is pretty cool because some games now, like Cyberpunk 2077, may have ray tracing available. Um, quick resume for multiple games, which I think is pretty, That's pretty neat. cool. Yeah, you can su- basically you suspend the game, and then uh, when you want to start it up, you just click on it and it restarts from where you were you don't have to you know save and then close out of the game you can just restart it i don't know how that's being managed in the back end but it sounds like wizardry to me it probably just captures all the ram of the game and puts it into a file on the ssd you said it Belzebub. yeah you did uh it still sounds like shit yes it sounds like you're on not the usual mic that you are or something. Yeah. What the hell? That's uh, a little bit better, but yeah. Um, oh, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nope. Is that not... It's not a loud tapping sound? Uh, There was a little bit no. of a tapping sound. I mean, not a loud one. Okay. No, no. I'm still on the right mic. It's, okay. Uh, it's just bad. Okay. 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 You need to get a better uh, mixer. That's what you need to do. I probably just need to uh, stop running destiny but i want to see how it feels <laughs> that's probably yeah because it might be taking up a lot of your internet it's probably to, just to eating my bandwidth yeah. right now and utterly destroying my my poor consumer grade router yeah so anyway we're gonna we're gonna move on it also has ss it has an ssd which thank god um that the new consoles are coming out with ssds because i'd say um, that's pretty bare minimum at this yeah. point right yeah, even eight, uh, even eight years ago, they should have included like SSDs into the fucking consoles. Um, dynamic latency input DLI. Uh, they said they're optimizing 
latency in the player to console pipeline starting with the xbox wireless controller which leverages our high bandwidth proprietary wireless communication protocol when connected to the console with dli a new feature which synchronizes input immediately with what is displayed uh controls are even more precise and responsive it's probably like five milliseconds instead of 15. Yeah, something like that. You're never going to notice it. It has HDMI 2.1, um, which, you know, allows you to do stuff like display the game on your TV with HDMI. Uh, it has mm-hmm. 120 FPS support, which I think is pretty neat. But again, it's one of those things that you know, five or six years from now, are, is any game going to be able to run at 120 frames per second on the Xbox Series X? Like, no. When when the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One came out, there were a bunch of articles that were like, oh, this game, uh, it runs at 1080p on the PlayStation 4, and now it runs at, and it runs at 900p on the xbox one that means the playstation 4 is more powerful and now every game that comes out's like yeah we run it like 900p or something 30 frames a second for both consoles because we because they're not powerful anymore because they were made eight years ago so i remember when infamous second son ran uh certain elements at 60 fps and that game still looks better than a lot of ps4 games yeah yeah uh, I mean, there are some really good-looking PS4 games. Like, even Red Dead Redemption, it looks great, but it runs at 30 frames a second because they can't they can't pull 60 frames a second out. Uh, same thing with Days Gone. It looks really good for what it is, but again, it runs at uh, 30 frames a second. And when it came out, a lot of the time it did not run at 30 frames a second. I played it. Uh, I, I like the game, obviously. My name's in the credits, but it had some performance issues at launch that they have since patched out, but still. We're, uh, they, they're going to have four generations of gaming, so um, that means the existing Xbox One games, including backwards compatible 360 and original Xbox games, um, wow. are going to be working on. But again, they're only the ones that are already backwards compatible. I, I So the ones that they have made, so... You're not just going to be able to pop in any original Xbox game and play it. No, but it's pretty cool that they even have that. Yeah, that is nice. And I'm really hoping that Sony does the same thing. Um, because I've heard, I've heard rumors about backwards compatibility with the uh, PlayStation 4. Or I'm sorry, the PlayStation 5. But of course, we haven't heard any definitive yes or no if they're going to have backwards compatibility between the other ones. I imagine that the PlayStation 5 is going to at least have backwards compatibility with the PlayStation 4? The PS4 will... will or the PS4 games will run on PS5. Yes. We know that pretty much for a fact. Right. Uh, the curiosity will be whether PS3 and 2 and 1 games will run on it, which, if for what it's worth, I feel like they should at least be able to do PS1 games. Well, 1 and 2 should run easily. It would well, be it would be kind of hilarious if you launch it and it's just like PCSX two. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, shut up. <laughs> well, uh, they actually do use um, uh, PCSX re something re something. Yeah, 
Uh, hold on, I'll find it. I have it. Like I have the emulator that they use because it's uh, it's just a really old emulator. Yeah. Do they use it on the PS4 or PS3? I mean, they they use it on the mini uh, PlayStation. Oh. Oh. Okay. PCSX. Uh, e something. EPCSXE or something? No, not no. EPSX. Uh, not EPCSX. PCSX. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see them using that on that little um, the PlayStation Mini that released. Um, yeah. Smart delivery. Um, this technology enables you to buy a game once and know that whether you are playing it on Xbox One, Series X, or Series X, you are getting the right version of that game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. So it downloads the right game on the console you bought it for or didn't <laughs> how is that a feature i mean i guess okay. that's something to be proud about <laughs> you're able to oh, download okay. the game it's just, a, it's just a name another name for you buy it once and yeah. you can play it whatever exactly and of course it comes with uh xbox game pa- or it has xbox game pass available um and so it says in it this is all from xbox.com says, in addition to games from across four generations of consoles, our leading game subscription service, Xbox Game Pass, will continue to have the first-party games like Infinite or Halo Infinite included at their launch. We look forward to millions of you experiencing the Xbox Game Pass portfolio and immersing yourselves in deep library of high-quality games and some shitty ones that are also on there. Because there are some shitty games on Game Pass, but whatever. Are Um, you trying to tell me that you don't sit down every night excited to play fishing simulator. You know, I actually like fishing in games, but I don't like fishing games. I like it as like a side thing that I can do when I want to, but not just like, I'm going to fish. That's the entire game. You you don't want to play fishing sim world pro tour. Uh, Unfortunately, no, but there is a way to fish but in Red... it's got Red... Scott Martin and Ali Hamidi. I don't know who they are. <laughs> Neither. They're sponsored by Chevrolet. Good. Oh, good. Good. So, <laughs> I, I um, was going to say, in Red Dead Redemption 2, there is a way to fish, but I don't know how to. I haven't learned the ability to fish yet. Fishing pole. Uh, no, you know, I have some TNT. So I think I'll just do the TNT fishing. I played that Flash game. (laughs) Uh, Okay, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about a YouTuber that was banned from every single EA game. Every one. Because he's an idiot. His his name's uh, Kurt Finch. He is a uh, pro FIFA player. This is from Kotaku. Not anymore, uh, he's not. Yeah, he's not pro anymore. He's probably uh, he is probably notorious or famous for his YouTube presence. He has been hit by one of the most severe online punishments ever, having been banned from every EA game uh, or accessing any of the online services. The ban comes after his uh, long-running feud with EA, which apparently Kotaku covered before. Uh, they have finally reached a breaking point EA has. And they released a statement. The statement says, In November 2019, after a series of code of conduct violations, 
as part of the EA Sports Global Series in which uh, he threatened employees and other players. He was banned from competing or attending any EA Sports FIFA 20 Global Series events or future competitions. Uh, Since that time, Kurt has continued to post abusive and threatening messages and videos about EA employees and competitive players on social media and has encouraged others to do the same. His messages have crossed a line of decency into very personal attacks and breach our terms of service. We will not tolerate threatening behavior. So then they they banned him uh, because he apparently is a douchebag. Um, what is it with professional gamers and sometimes just being total spurgs? Yeah, exactly. Um, I just, I don't get it. I don't, or, or just famous YouTube personalities who will get mad and then say certain derogatory terms I don't want said on my podcast, Aroa. Aroa. <laughs> Aroa, specifically Aroa. Um, I mean, all I'm saying is whenever you're on a bridge. No, no, no. You smack st- somebody <laughs> and then somebody steals your kill. That guy's a fucking. No, don't say it. He's a bad person. Um. But but that's the thing, like, uh, their fans will also come out and be like, well, they were angry. I was like, yes, I've been angry before, too. But there is a line that you don't cross when you're angry un- unless you're a racist. Um, and and that's kind, this guy, I, I understand being mad at EA. Trust me. We've all been there. EA is a terrible company. But, but don't threaten the employees. Like, don't threaten the employees or encourage other people to harass people. That is what we call not a good time. Um, so please just, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're, and you're Kurt, I mean, you got nothing better than, to do, really, because you can't play any games online. Um, if, if you're listening to this, just, uh, just change your behavior. Stop being a douchebag. That's... That's all we want from you is to not be a douchebag. I think PewDiePie learned not to say the N-word uh, when he gets mad. So you could do it too. Uh, and we're going to move on to our last story, unless I missed one. No, no, I actually got him all this time. Um, GOG has uh, a new refund policy that's even better than Steam's refund policy, guys. Nice. Um, it allows like you... It allows you 30 days um, after purchasing a game or DLC, even if you've already downloaded it, launched it, and played it, it will allow you to return the game. However, they do say that they will monitor some cases. Um, so let's say, let's say it's a short game. It's only like five or six hours long, and you played for five or six hours, and you return it, and they're like, yeah, you probably beat the game. They're they're most likely going to reject the refund. However, if there's a game that's, you know, 100 hours long, you played it for a few hours, you're like, wow, this game sucks, and you return it, they'll probably allow you to return the game. So, But their refund policy is a lot um, better than other places. Like, if you have a physical copy of a game, you can't return it to GameStop. Like, you can't take, you know, Barney's Magical Adventure... And be like, I'm sorry, I, I, for some reason, I was really drunk. I didn't mean to buy this game. Uh, and they'll be like, well, you opened it, so you can't return it. Um, but you can trade it back into us. 
and we will give you 47 cents on that $50 game that you bought. Um, GOG is actually one of my favorite um, gaming distribution sites, and uh, I encourage everyone to use it, especially for the upcoming game called Cyberpunk 2077, which I think Connor is very excited about. No. No, you're not? Nope, definitely not going to get that day one. Yeah, uh, Shadowrun 2077. That's what he wants to play. That's basically what it is. I know, right? Uh, except for, don't they have like super soakers in? I, I heard something about Shadowrun where you could get like super soakers and fill them with drugs and shoot people with them. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Okay, okay. So I was, I, I had heard correctly. I it just sounded so insane. I've that's also Shadowrun. seen Spoonie video. You've seen what? That Spoonie video that you heard that from. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, Counter Monkey. When Spoonie still did stuff every once in yeah, a Spoonie still made things and didn't just sob in a closet all day long. He doesn't even have his website anymore. No, he probably doesn't have sad. enough money to pay for it. He's probably in a box somewhere dead. No, he, he tweets a lot. Oh. He, still, he still tweets a lot. I don't follow him, but every once in a while I'll check up and be like, yeah, he's still alive. He'll be, like, bitching about wrestling or politics. So, I mean, realistically, Spoonie and I would get along fine. But, because <laughs> that's all I do is bitch about wrestling and politics. By the way, if you, if you guys want to bitch about wrestling, I could bitch about wrestling right now. Because it's pretty shitty. But, um, I won't, I won't do that on this podcast. Anyway, um, Valve right now, and I believe Epic Games, their refund is um, two weeks. So not 30 days, but you get two weeks, 14 days. And you have to have less than two hours of playtime, which I think is it's, it's better than other places. But I still think still that that's... Still not really enough to know if it's a good game or not. Yeah, especially if it's a story-driven game uh, where you're just going through the tutorials and stuff. Like, I've been in tutorials that last two hours long so uh eve eve online their tutorial is notoriously uh like six hours long just to figure out well, how to play the game yeah but to be fair in eve online uh, you know you're you're basically you're basically onboarding for a new job <laughs> that's true that that is very true you got six weeks of training not paid of course not paid um, you're actually paying them <laughs> yes yes you are uh so we're we're pretty much done for this week it's a kind of a short podcast but i do want to ask a row one question how does destiny feel um i i could play it um in pve and it and it works decently well it feels like i have uh v-sync turned on um, oh, that's, I see. I, I would say there's probably like 60 to 80 milliseconds of latency. Oh. And like it, it did say like that my connection wasn't quite good enough for some reason. I don't know why. But like I, I would say that, that given the state of the platform, uh, yeah, that, that is pretty impressive. That's good. Like it's, it's nowhere near as bad as, say, PlayStation Now. Now, now. So, and before we leave, I wanted to bring up one thing. It's not in the round of stories. I just want to make you guys all jealous like I am. Apparently, 
uh, Japan is rolling out pretty much all across Japan uh, one gig internet for $55 a month. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's really sad that you're, it's like $55 for one gig. And we're like, please, please, can we have, can we have like 500 meg? And they're like, no. And it's like, but, but please. And they're like, okay, 500 meg. That'll be $200 a month. And you're like, oh, thank, thank you, sir. Thank you. Fuck capitalism. Um, we'll be back next week. Thank you for being here, Roa. Yep, I was I, I was here on time. That that's a lie, and you know it. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Cyberpunk drunk. Yep, I was here on time. You were you were here, and I will be. Uh, I'm Nathan Reince Bruth. Of course, we're going to be back next week, probably. Uh, bye.